Hey everybody, welcome back to What Happens When You Die. I am Vice Contributor and uh, fully formed, actualized human being, Josh Androsky. Uh, and I'm here with my co-host, Grant Pardee. Hey. How you doing? Good, man. Still living, still loving, still living and loving. You, you are living a, uh, a Led Zeppelin song? You're living, loving. That's right. You're just a woman. Just a woman. Uh, we have a great guest today, a good friend of ours, hilarious comedian, new dad, hot dad, I'd say, mm. qualifies as hot dad, Cornell Reed. Yeah, thank you very much. I know a lot about life and eager to learn some about death as well, you know? <laughs> I know a lot about life, literally nothing about death. <laughs> <laughs> lives you've been living, new lives. Well, did you know that there's another side to it? I had death. What? Yeah. Oh, well, God. Ch- shit, guys, to bring us in and to bring us up to date on what happens when you die and what it's like, uh, we've got our resident death expert, Megan Rosenbloom. How are you, Megan? Hi, everybody. Pretty good. So the the way this show works, if this is your first time listening to it, we are um, a bunch of doofuses, and we bring in somebody who's actually smart to come and teach us a death ritual that we probably have never heard of before and uh, to blow our fucking minds. And so uh, with that out of the way, Megan, what's uh, this episode's ritual? All right. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about a growing group of people, mostly in Mexico, who worship death. Worship mm. the act of dying or just the concept? Well, they worship Santa Muerte, who is Saint Death. Um, now, I've heard of Santa, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> so they personify death? Uh, she's, you know, she's beloved by devotees. Oh, of course she's a woman. You know, yeah, she's a lady. She's a Santa. She's um, f- she's beloved by her devotees. She's feared by others. She's banned by the Catholic Church and suppressed by the Mexican government. Just like punk rock was. Just like it should be. <laughs> uh, most of the information I'm sharing with you tonight comes from one of my, the event I put on Death Salon. Uh, this guy spoke at Death Salon San Francisco. Um, his name, he's a Santa Muerte expert named Dr. Andrew Chestnut, and he has a book that we should link to. Absolutely. Uh, and he also should start playing jazz with the name Andrew Chestnut. Yeah. That's an awesome jazz man name. Yeah. And St. Death's an awesome MC name for a FMC. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. A lady rapper, St. Death. That's awesome. Yeah, with, with Andrew Chestnut on the saxophone. <laughs> Santas and chestnuts. Wow. <laughs> I got to get my Christmas shopping done. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, little plug, his book is called Devoted to Death, Santa Muerte, the Skeleton Saint, which I highly recommend. So... Devotees believe that Santa Muerte, uh, Saint Death, uh, protects one's physical self in life and escorts one's soul in death. So uh, you make offerings of things like candy and tequila and cigarettes and candles. What? She yes. sounds rad. Yeah, she, yeah. seriously. There's a, there's a reason a lot of people like her. Um, she really likes sweets like, uh, you know, marshmallows and things. Um, you know, some people go with a... <laughs> she lost me. Top, <laughs> some people go with the Top Chef tequila, some with the lower, you know, tequilas or cigars instead of cigarettes if you really need help. Um, so, and they also have candles. 
And the candles, uh, the colors correspond to the different purposes that, uh, you know, for what you need, right? So the most popular is white for sort of purity and cleansing or red for love matters or black, which is sort of protection against your enemies. But then you see stuff like amber for... The color help. of your energy. Yeah, it's well, it's for help with uh, substance abuse. Oh, uh, yeah, just like 311. <laughs> <laughs> Green is for legal troubles. Blue is for students or w- wisdom seeking, you know. Uh, and gold and silver, obviously, are for money. But depending on who you ask, the, the color meanings kind of change. But the way they look at uh, devotees, look at Santa Marte, is that she's quicker uh, She's quicker acting uh, when you pray to her than other saints or to God. Um, so she's Whoa. kind of she gets shit on done. And she gets stuff done. That's her reputation, you know. Does she have like a pizza tracker kind of thing <laughs> where you can like go online and be like, "When am I getting this money?" <laughs> so now, because of the Santa Muerte's gear outsells even the Virgin of Guadalupe and Saint wow. Jude, who's the patron saint of lost causes. Those are the two most popular in Mexico, and now Santa Muerte's gear uh, sells more than that. Um, so she used to be. You know, she was believed to be worshipped in secret from as early as 1797 to about 2002. And then this uh, uh, sort of this ca- sort of quesadilla maker lady decided to take her uh, take her big Santa Muerte, like full size Santa Muerte out of her kitchen and like put it out front of her house. And then people started uh, taking theirs out and sort of coming out of the, you know, Santa Muerte closet or whatever. Wow. And, and so from 2002, the like cult has just exploded. And when I say cult, I use it in like the traditional way, which is the people who follow a saint. So if you were into St. Jude, you'd be in the cult of St. Jude or something like that. And not a cult like, uh, you know, like I'm I love One Direction and I use their hair. And (laughs) like, Right. Exactly. Wow. Exactly like that. So Um, this all started because a quesadilla maker was like, hey, I'm going to put this statue outside. Maybe I'm cleaning inside or something like that. Yeah, then, that's a great point. Was it? Has it? It was been intentional. Pro- okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was like, she's like, I'm, I'm uh, putting this out there, and people were into it, and they start coming around, and she's still like one of the leaders in the in the group or whatever. And I was like, how does she make such good quesadillas? I don't understand <laughs> it. I have a question. Uh, is because I've been burned with Santas before. Is this Santa real, or is she just like? You know, your mom dressed your mom up <laughs> secretly while you're sleeping. Well, according to the Catholic Church, no, because um, she any t- any chance the Catholic Church gets to say that Santa Muerte is not a real saint, they'll take it because the cult is growing really fast. Uh, some of the you know some of the leaders in the uh, uh, some of the devotees say that they think there are probably like five million worldwide now, which is pretty huge and uh, growing. But a lot of the, um, there are a lot of reasons why the Catholic Church doesn't want to say Santa Muerte would be a saint, including the fact that she was never a human. She was always death. That was, yeah. So that's my oh. question there. Uh, and, and I'd like to go further on that. You know, when you hear of like a saint, it's usually like Peter, like a guy that like was probably real. A relatable guy. Yeah. Peter, sure. <laughs> Every man. I could name five Peters. Uh, <laughs> but this is, um, I, I guess my, my question is, how do they view her? Do they view her as an ephemeral being or is there like a grim reaper kind of thing? Does she have like the same like visage, I guess? Like what what's her origin story? Like or, yeah. or is it just death? Um she's kind of this great mix between European um 
tradition. So if you look at her, she kind of looks like the Grim Reaper. She wears a, a similar cloak. She carries a scythe, you know, but then she also has um, different Aztec and Mayan symbolism around her. So she's this mix of the two mm. sort of cultures. Because in Aztec... Uh, like the owl, for instance, you can't tell on this thing, little statue I brought. That little blurb is the little schmutz thing is an <laughs> owl, apparently. And, um, you know, the Aztec god of death is often depicted with an owl. And in Mayan culture, uh, it, owls are messengers to Zibalbo, which is sort of the Mayan underworld. And so there are a lot of things um, that are often shown with Santa Muerte that, that are are images that are from more of the like native culture of the time but then there was also the spanish influence and stuff like that and they all kind of mixed together into this and that makes thing. sense because owls are creepy as fuck and i do not trust them <laughs> i don't trust any bird but especially owls they are disturbing as hell they'll eat you whole and then burp up your skeleton and it looks like they're laughing absolutely that's true and they're like and they're constantly interrogating you who, who, and I'm saying, who, what, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a whole lot to go with there, but I didn't want to leave you hanging on that, so I just, you know, I followed it. Well, I feel like if the owl is going to bring Santa Muerte some, let's say, candy, and it happens to be a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> You're fucked. Right. You're fucked. That owl's crunching right through that thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've seen it happen a million times. Right. Owls hate cigarettes, though, so you're safe if you give the owl the cigarettes. <laughs> now, where did this... Um, idea of like giving her cool shit for lack of a better term come um well i think some of that has to do with um the sort of santeria elements that that are infused into it um but she, you know santa muerte is seen part of her appeal is that she's seen as a non-judgmental saint right because so, death kind of affects everybody right but also she just kind of She'll intercede on your behalf even if your aims aren't true and pure, right? Nice. Uh, oh. If you give her uh, offerings. So because of that, Get she's gotten... Enough. <laughs> yeah. She's especially beloved and aligned with marginal uh, people in society like prostitutes and especially, especially the narco-traffickers. And so for that mm. reason, she kind of has a bad rap and that's part of why some people are afraid of her is because they're afraid that she has to do with... Uh, with with narcos, but she's actually more the patron saint of the drug war because she's worshipped by both the drug dealers and the police who fight them. So there are police uh, uniforms in certain areas of Mexico that have Santa Muerte patches on them. Awesome. Yeah, because it's all about protection from your enemies, right. regardless of who that enemy is, right? But the in Mexico, it's a really young country demographically, so the majority of people who... Uh, go to surfaces at temples and stuff for Santa Muerte are young women. Um, wow. Like between teenage and 30, roughly. So do you think this is why Latinas are so into the Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> uh, and Morrissey. <laughs> and Morrissey? Or is it more why Latinos are into Iron Maiden t-shirts? Which one? The imagery is strikingly similar. Right? Yeah, it's, it's not different. The imagery, if you go to the website of... Um, what one of our local Santa Muerte temples? There are more than one, but the in one, LA, in LA, because we've got the biggest uh, Mexican immigrant population outside of the U.S. Right. We've got we've got a couple of botanicas that you can buy things from Santa Muerte uh, stuff, but then also there are two temples, and one temple 
Templo Santa Muerte is on uh, Melrose, and, it's, it, and the website looks like really metal looking. Yeah. yeah um, but course. they hold masses, weddings, baptisms, and it's run by this ex wrestler who goes by the amazingly awesome name Professor Sisyphus. What? Wow. Which is my favorite name of anything or person in history. It's the best. Um, but yeah, you know, Catholic Church, Mexican government, not cool with that, with, with this whole thing. Well, why the government, though? Is um, it because of the ties with the they're church? They're very aligned with the church and stuff. So um, people build these roadside shrines to Santa Muerte, and the government just like bulldozes them down and stuff. Wow. And um, Santa Muerte was even on Breaking Bad. Oh, when they are crawling, crawling right? on yeah. their stomachs to this like shrine, and the people go in the shrine, right? Um, oh, right. that was supposed to be like a Santa Muerte shrine, but people don't do the, the, the crawling. crawling thing. Ah, okay, I was hoping yeah, that part it would just would be make like in now. your house, in your neighborhood, you know, in the local like store. Yeah, or it seems like There'd really be a little shrine, and you can put stuff in. You know, some people like these pictures that I brought that no one on the podcast can see, but we can we'll put, put them up on the up, website. Are from the LA one, so you can see that they're like full sized skeletons with glowing eyes holding globes and Oof. and uh scythes and swords and people pin money to them um and there's flowers and candy and candles and all sorts of things around they it. are so badass looking yeah. yeah so is that how you like pray to it is like you're like uh like, how, I guess how does that you were mentioning at the beginning about like I'm trying to now I'm thinking of that Breaking Bad scene where they're like they're crawling there and then they have like the candles and the flowers and then they put that weird drawing Picture. of Walter White and they're like we want him dead get him yeah I mean I think it's mostly you uh, give an offering some a thing yeah. and then say you know prayer or whatever however you want to do that and then you leave it there so you're gonna make the prayer up if yeah you're just okay. you can say whatever you want but a lot of people who are um Santa Muerte devotees are also consider themselves Catholic. So it, they might be saying like a Lord's Prayer or Hail Mary or something like that. But, you know, the Catholic Church thinks that this is tantamount to, you know, um, Satanism. Because uh, there is one thing, uh, let me find, uh, this This one guy in um, from the church said that, uh, you know, Christ is, is life. And that uh, his main adversary is Satan. So devotion to death is satanic. Hmm. Because Christ is the, Satan is the opposite of Christ and Christ is life. So sure. Therefore, using the transitive property, you're a bad Catholic. <laughs> so, yeah, did, did, But also because it's not sanctioned by the church. So if you, you believe go. in something that's not a church-sanctioned yeah. saint, then it's not yeah, really it's cool. because those them. cigarettes and tequila aren't going to the priests. So that's why. <laughs> Is uh is the is Santa is she connected to any ideas about the afterlife or is she just? Uh yeah, she's supposed to help you, you know, transition to the afterlife. She almost does have some elements of the sort of river sticks thing, the the old Greek uh, idea of of carrying people over to right. the next life. So she doesn't kill you. It's like if God decides that it's your time to go, she mm. will like. She's like the usher. You. Yeah. She's like your Lyft driver to yeah. I But while yeah. you're while you're living, she protects your physical being in various ways. Thanks, Santa. So does she because death to me is a very at least in my limited knowledge of um religion, uh death seems to be more of a physical thing. Uh, your body dies. Your soul lives forever in in a lot of these in my limited Catholicism that I remember. Um 
does does she have play a part in people's like immortal souls or does she pretty much stick to the living? Yeah, I mean, she would bring like when she does that transition part, she's bringing your soul. She's not like carrying her corpse across the field right. or anything. But then, but, I mean, I'm saying once you get to the afterlife, she's like, peace, I got to go help out these people on Earth. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's I think that's it for you and Santa Morte at that point. Then you're with God or something, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. So it's it's a real mix of a lot of different you know, disciplines between the Catholicism and some, some like ideas of, of Santeria and things like mm-hmm. that. So I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> I, I was R.I.P. Bradley. R.I.P. Bradley. <laughs> we had, we had to, um, so like depending on who you talk to, uh, you know, what, you know, people at different temples or, or different, uh, you know, there's room for a lot of different beliefs in there. So it's hard to say definitively right. like one thing or another. Right. Cause you can just pray to her for anything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. The notion of like a like sort of religious figure, um, a, a god of sorts, uh, that kind of just is like, look, man, I'm not taking any sides. I really dig that. It takes a lot of the pressure off, you know. Uh, I think that's a major part of the appeal. Definitely. What, you know, there- say say you have a son and you know he's a narco, but you still don't want him to get hurt, right? So you want to pray on his behalf because you want to make sure he doesn't get killed or something. But you're not gonna pray to God because God's gonna punish him. Yeah, maybe if you if you want to be like by the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God's like a narc. Yeah. So, <laughs> so God's so like the, the biggest narc of all. <laughs> so there's a lot more, you know, leeway for for people uh in that and I think that's a big part of the appeal. That is awesome. Uh I also like that she is uh female, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that she that's it cuz death in our culture if it has a gender at all, it's usually he, the grim reaper. Yeah. Unless you're talking about Neil Gaiman. Uh yeah, you're talking about uh, right? Adam Carolla and the family guy is uh, the probably our generation's most perfect representation of Yeah, that. he's <laughs> the religion of TBS. Uh very funny. And uh I guess my question is is there any possibility between Santa and the grim reaper? Do you think that they could ever I, I you know do they you, believe in the Grim Reaper you, as well, or is that a European believe, thing? You just got to believe, Grant. <laughs> if you wish to achieve. <laughs> yeah, it, no. If you you know if you believe that Santa and Santa Muerte can can get together, then I don't see why um, not. Is it? But is it kind of like it's just sort of is what it is? Is kind of coincidental that she's female? Or is or do you think that's like a bigger like cultural thing that why there's, there's why you know there are some other countries that have Santa Muerte esque figures in the South uh, South America, which are men, but. She's pretty, pretty much female most of most places. So there's a I forget his name. It's it's like Ray something like the King, King Death or whatever. I forget what South South American country he's in. So in a few iterations, she uh, she's a he. Yeah, she basically looks like the Grim Reaper and a wizard had a baby. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I really want like a T-shirt or one of those patches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's on the cop shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So you said cops are doing it, but the government doesn't like it. Uh, is that do you, do you know if that's if there's like a big conflict there with the law enforcement? Um, I don't know, but I have a feeling that the places where these guys are working that that's kind of the least of their concerns. You know. Yeah, sure. sure. Um, I have a feeling you could kind of get away with you know having a little tiny thing on your yeah. on your jacket if that's what you want to do and you know the government isn't gonna know any can, any can you piss santa muerte off is there any way yeah, like, you can get she, her like, to like she seems like she's just trying to help most of the time yeah you know 
That's a really good question. I'm not sure because, (laughs) you know, she obviously, if she's protecting you. Yeah, she's she's not taking sides. If she's protecting you, she's not helping somebody else if they're the one who's like, you know, what happens when. Right, she's protecting both. Right. Whoever gives her the most cigarettes. Right, right. Like that person gave me Cuervo. I got (laughs) some Patron over here. Right. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I don't know how that works. So we got to wrap it up soon. Um, but before we do, I would like to ask everybody, let's start with Grant. Okay. Um, what would you ask Santa Muerte for? What would be, if you, if you like woke up tomorrow and you're like, you know what, I'm in, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing that you would ask her to do? And what do you think would be, because it's, it's obvious that she likes cool stuff. Yeah. What would your, um, uh, uh, your offering be? Okay. So, uh, the only two examples I've heard of offerings are cigarettes and tequila. Does, is that all? Candy, candy, candy apples, things that are bad for you. Money. Yeah. You can blow smoke into the face of the. What you can shotgun death? Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. That's awesome. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think uh, she's down with four twenty? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. People off. I'm sure, especially like narcos, are like, "Hey, man, this is really dank." Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> let's save it for Santa. Although, the, although there is a um, patron saint of of sort of narco trafficking, and um, I, I actually think it might be weed specific. Uh, uh, Jesus Malverde. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, and you can see him in some um, botanicas, and he he'll it'll be like a bust of him, and he'll have pot leaves on his little like jacket nice. and stuff but um yeah no i've seen documentaries and people will like blow okay smoke into her face and stuff like that that's what i'd love to do i'd love to hang out with uh with uh santa Marte uh with uh with a nice joint maybe a little bit of mushrooms in a graveyard and just talk about our feelings and just like what does it all mean so you don't even want anything from her you just I mean, want, I, you want knowledge, right i guess i just want knowledge but i think i can't expect much from her right because she's going to just take me like a re- I get, I want a good relationship with her so that when I do die, she takes me on like a smooth pass, on a smooth path, and right. not like a bumpy path. You want a fast pass. I want a fast yeah. pass to yeah. the afterlife, uh, and I kind of just feel like maybe if I network with her a little bit, uh, maybe she'll be into that. And Cornell, before we go, what would you, what would your offering be, and uh, uh, what would you ask for? Um, I think I would probably give her a carton of Newports. I'm- Guessing that Santa Muerte smokes menthols um, <laughs> and uh, probably a Costco sized bottle of um, El Himidor or something, whatever's on sale, I guess. <laughs> and I'd probably just ask her for a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, or one really, of those cool patches. Or one of those cool patches, <laughs> man. I think she looks badass and I want to, you know, wear her. Yeah, that is so rad. And we haven't seen much, uh, speaking of that, we haven't seen much cultural appropriation of her yet or. Uh... Yeah, not well in the new in the, that new. new movie, um, the Book of Life. Uh, the name of the female sort of death figure is Muerte, like death, right? Uh, but she looks like a Katrina, which is a whole other thing, and she's also made a sugar skull. So she's like mixed like three different things. And and the guy, the death guy, I was trying to figure this out. I'm like seriously writing my Mexican death friend, and I'm like. What is this? Because the d- male death figure in that movie is named Zibalba, which is the name for like the underworld or hell. Right. And then they're married. And then there was all these things. I was like, what is all this stuff? I'm so confused. Oh so they, they just, just made a smoothie of Mexican death rituals. Yeah, they did. So her name is Muerte, but she's a Katrina, which is um, sort of a fancy lady. Like, you know, Santa Muerte looks uh, like a monk or like Grim Reaper, but, yeah. she, but she's um, 
she's sort of dressed like a European woman. Like, like all sexy and stuff. Yeah, you know, like a little corset and a big hat with candles on it and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's not for Santa Muerte, man. Yeah, but her name is Muerte in the... In the movie. In the movie. Some but bullshit. That's, that's a Dia de los Muertos movie. Right. They're not, like, exactly And they're related. not the same, like... No, they're not. I mean, you know, people tend to bring up Santa Muerte around the Dia de los Muertos time, um, but it's not, you know, Dia de los Muertos is like one day a year or two days a year. Um, and this is just a, you know, all the time, like, really hey, we should probably check in with Santa Muerte. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the train, and that <laughs> means that it's. But Josh, you didn't. Choo-choo, you didn't. You didn't. What would you give her, and what do you want? Oh, okay. Well, I would definitely give her probably some like, uh, awesome cigarettes with like the holder, like Ooh, maybe like nice. a bone holder, like nice. like Ooh, a yeah. make something using a, what we were talking about in a, an earlier episode, which is like f- a monk fashioning a bone into a cigarette holder. Uh, for all the cigarettes that she gets, mm-hmm. uh, and that way because she looks rad, but there's nothing cooler than a skeleton using another skeleton part. Yeah, uh, it's like a pig eating itself on a barbecue sign. You know it's gonna be good. Yeah, that wow, that's specific. Uh, yes. So I would do I would do that, and then I guess I would ask for her. I don't necessarily have any enemies uh, since Dick Clark died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any enemies. So I guess I would ask her for protection from my enemies, which um, I don't know who they are yet. Uh, but I, I assume I have some enemies because I do live such an outrageous lifestyle. Yeah. So whoever my enemies are, I would ask her to protect me from them while looking fly as hell with her new skeleton bone cigarette holder. Made yeah. out of Dick Clark's finger. Yes, made out of Dick Clark's finger. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Megan. Uh, this was great. Uh, let's see. Grant, why don't you tell people your Twitter account? At Grantpa. Follow me. Megan? At Library at Night and also at Death Salon. Yes, and Death Salons are going to be coming uh, all over the country. Uh, so check them out if you have one in your area. And Cornell? At Cornell Reed, R-E-I-D. And then do you have anything coming up in like the next, like uh, let's say, beginning of 2015 or so? <laughs> well, tell a little bit. Uh, we we got to go, but uh, uh, we got to wrap it up. But um, Comedy Garage, just briefly describe that. Yeah, we have a, a show. We do a monthly show in Los Angeles. We've been doing it for a long time where it's a house party, and we do a comedy show in, and it's been a lot of fun. There's a documentary on Hulu about it. It's about like five or six years old now. But uh, we're still going strong. So you want to come to a sweet house party in L.A., get some good yuck yucks. Come on out. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of the most fun nights ever. Uh, I'm Josh Androsky. I'm at Shut Up Androsky. Uh, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for coming here. And uh, talk about death more, people. Goodbye. (laughs) 